entire skeletal branches were fading into nowhere, and the fog was thickening. Office workers walking from Fulham Broadway were already wraith-like figures, some holding torches, the beams pointing downwards. Suddenly Gideon saw what he had never expected to see again, and he could not resist the impulse to pull into the curb and stop and watch with a huge grin on his strong-looking face and his mind spanning forty-odd years in a flash of time. A small figure appeared from behind a tree which merged into the fog, carrying before him a candle inside a jam jar suspended by a piece of string tied round the rim. He stood near the tree until another figure loomed out of the darkness, moving slowly and uncertainly. Both stopped, talking. The next moment the small figure turned and with the other's hand on his shoulder, led the way. Gideon could almost feel that hand. There, in that very place, he had often waited on nights as bad or worse than this, fingers warmed by the gentle heat rising from the candle, waiting until an elderly person, or one uncertain of the way, came along, then approaching him. "'Can I help you, sir?' The response was nearly always querulous. "'What, boy? What?' "'Can I lead you where you want to go, sir?' "'There would be muttering and grumbling, and nearly always a grudging. "'You may as well. Don't go too fast, mind you. No, sir.' Gideon would turn, and a hand would descend on his shoulder, and he would lead the way over curbs and pavements, past the gnarled trunks of trees, to the stranger's front door. A penny, and sometimes tuppence, had been his reward. "'Thank you, boy. Thank you, sir.' "'Good night!' Gideon would turn and hurry off, perhaps to the same spot, or else to the nearest bus stop where some people were bound to alight. Many, seeing the bus lumbering away, were terrified of being left alone, for one false step would take them into the road, at the mercy of any passing vehicle. With luck, he might get six or seven customers in one evening and be wealthy for the rest of the week. A dozen other lads of his age would do the same thing, enjoying the adventure, the sense of superiority over an adult, the sense of earning money. The fogs really had been fogs in those days. All these reflections took only a few seconds of time. Gideon's smile faded as he prepared to move off. He had called Kate, his wife, to say he was on the way, and if he were not home soon she would begin to worry. The car was actually moving when he saw the small figure reappear. He thought, that was quick. The boy couldn't have been gone for more than two minutes, so his patron must have been virtually on his own doorstep. The figure in the candle disappeared behind the tree, and Gideon frowned. Why should the guide hide from prospective customers? Men and women, young and middle-aged, some of them mere girls, passed the tree briskly. Then a shadowy figure appeared, hesitated, and stood still. Almost at once, the small figure moved forward, and there was a further consultation before both moved off and disappeared. The fog was closing in. There was the stink of smog in the air, too. Cars which had moved at a fair pace were now crawling, giving off their killer fumes. More people were walking in groups, one in each group holding a torch and shining the beam round from walls to curb and tree. Five buses passed, close behind one another, 
and on the rear platform, conductor stood peering to the side, where visibility was better. A car radio sounded very loud. And that is the end of the six o'clock news. But before we continue with our advertised program, here is a message from the Meteorological Office and the Metropolitan Police about tonight's weather conditions. The worst fog of the winter is already causing traffic delays in 43 counties and is particularly dense in the Greater London area and London's outer suburbs. Visibility in some places is down to 10 feet. All flights in and out of London Heathrow Airport have been cancelled, and arriving flights are being diverted to Manchester, Prestwick, Scotland, and in a few cases to Shannon Air. The voice faded, as if the fog were strangling the speaker. The ghostly figures on the Eelbrook Common, even with the torches, were moving.